Hello there, and welcome to the Cinema Dump. This week, I am being joined again by Will Tristram. Yes. Hello. Don't Hello you have there. any other friends or something? No, no friends whatsoever. Ba, no ba, friend. ba. Oh, oh, they all <laughs> they all have real jobs. This is the problem, you see. I am a fake person. That is true. That is true, yeah. yeah. Well, anyhow, uh, this week, uh, as it is um, getting very close to the end of the year, I figured we would get together and just have a little bit of chat about what we've seen this year, what we've liked this year, what we didn't Mm -hmm. like this year. Bit of a a review of the year, if you will. Uh, So, shall we crack on? Yes, let's do this. Okay, right. Well, I think we should probably start where the year starts with January. Okie doke. What did you see in January, Will? Uh, I saw... Um, well, not necessarily saw it in January, but mm. the films I saw that were released in January. Yeah. Um, I'll start off with The Grey. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm, I like Liam Neeson. Mm. Um, I like the fact that he's now become an action star in his in his, his, odd, his latter latter years. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing him in, in Dark Man many, many, many years ago. Love Dark I Man. Really enjoyed. Yeah. Just take the yeah. fucking elephant. <laughs> so that was that was very much action. Yeah. And yes, he did Rob Roy. Yeah. Um, and again, that's action, but that was, I think, too close to Braveheart at the time, and it got swamped up by the of course, yeah, version yeah. that was Mel Gibson's um, anti-English opus. Yeah. Um, no, but the grey, grey, and it, just from the title, it is very bleak. The whole yeah. film's very bleak. Basically, outline is bunch of guys and girls working. I think in I want to say Alaska. Yeah. Um, or have you seen The Grey? I haven't, no. I've they got haven't. a copy of it to watch and I haven't seen it yet. Now, well, basic, basic premise is they work arse out, end of nowhere. Uh, I do believe that Liam Neeson's character is hired as... He, he has a feel of like an ex-merc, a bomb right. or ex-army. So he is hired to keep <gasps> the other guys safe from Timberwolves. Now, Timberwolves are fucking huge. Big buggers. So he will sit there with his gun and when the guys are out, if he sees what's coming, takes them out. Right. Um, classic... I suppose a live scenario they're yeah. all flying back something goes horribly wrong with the plane goes down bunch of survivors left in the middle of nowhere in Timberwolf you know country yeah um, and it's just all about them having to deal deal with it and, and Liam Neeson is a bit of an expert he's kind of like know your enemy yeah. you know you need to be able to see the oh did you use his real accent that. no not really it's just oh. that kind of that <laughs> slight flattened not quite American not quite British but with his own accent yeah yeah in. and it's, it is it's just very bleak it's it's a bunch of well you've described him it sounds like um, with the accent as well it makes him sound like Quint from um, Jaws <laughs> yeah Chiefy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ever looked into a Tim Moore's eyes, TV? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, great, really. It has, it's it's slow paced, but with pockets of action. Yeah, yeah. Because it's all about them being stalked mm. by the walls. Now, I'm not going to say anything more. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I very much enjoy I it. I really, I keep having it recommended to me. I was very surprised to see it's by the guy directed, if I'm not mistaken, the guy directed the A Team as well. Uh, I have written down here on the lovely cheat sheet that you provided me, Joe Carnham. Yeah. Carahan. Carahan? Cara, Joe. I'm going to call him Joe. Let's call him Joe. Joe Canahan. So he directed the new 18 I, then? I think he did, yeah. which I, I thought was terrible. Uh, so. Yeah, I, I, I remember watching it around a friend's house mm. and he, uh, when it was his birthday and he said, oh, I'll come around and watch the 18. Yeah. So watched it and I was kind of eh, nonplussed. But again, yeah. you got the Liam Neeson link there. That's true. So Trying to make him an action star. Um, but I think, I think he is. I mean, you look at Taken and Unknown, and Taken Two has just come out now. I thought I thought Taken was great. I love a good revenge film. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about Taken Two later on because I do believe it was released uh, a couple of months back. I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. So we can talk about that in a bit. So 
yeah, the great, good film, then. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I need, again, I need definitely need to check it out. I think it's kind of split people down the middle. I've heard yeah. people go, "Oh, it's really boring," but I don't mind a little, you know. So right. that's a little. People mistake um, mistake um, measured pace for boring. Um, I agree like with a that. A lot completely. of Clint Eastwood films, people have gone, "Oh God, Clint Eastwood, the films are really boring." The ones he's directed, yeah, I don't think they are. I just think he just measured measured them out. Yeah, you know. Well, you know, yeah, a lot of films get that levelled at them that uh, you would class as like a character study sort of mm. piece, you know. Um, MTV generation, isn't it? You know? Fuck it. got the attention, yeah. So, alright, okay, well I need to check that out then. I should probably watch that yeah, today. Yeah, give, give, give it a look. Give it yes. a look. Uh, do you see anything else in January? Uh, I, I, I mean, have you seen anything in January? You or know is, what? Are these, all, are these all me? I didn't see anything in January. I still haven't seen War Horse. I still haven't seen The Iron Lady, pretty much because... <laughs> I'm just I, not interested. I haven't seen the Iron Lady, but I love the Streeper. Yeah, so, the Streeper. Uh, the Streeper, and <laughs> she's just wicked. And the bits I've seen of her being Margaret Thatcher, she's yeah. got it down. I mean, don't. I mean, the thing is, we're we're too young to yeah. really jump on the whole kind of fucking Margaret Thatcher bandwagon. Yeah, yeah. All I know is that she took away my milk. I was going to say you that know? she took away milk in school, but that's all I can. Uh, that's for any I can international say. listeners. Uh, Back in the eighties, we had this very odd practice in schools, didn't we? Uh, primary schools, where mm-hmm. like was it in mid-morning time? Was it so for uh, lunch? Wasn't it around then? Yeah, yeah. everyone got some milk. Mm. Everyone got like a, a bottle of milk. It was really weird. Um, I think it was like a sort of like you know, drink your milk, get your calcium. That and sort if, of deal. if you were a really good kid, you got to be milk monitor. Yes, and you got to get like ooh, probably about half an hour out of lessons while you took milk around to other classes. Mm-hmm. I, like, I, I never got to be milk monitor. I didn't. But I was, I was a naughty envious. child. I was yes. always envious of them. Well, yes, and she took it away. Yeah. So, um, but then again, I think that's not entirely a bad thing because uh, aren't we some like the one of the only mammals to to drink milk after yeah. like infanthood? So think, yeah, something like that. Yeah. You know, if you want to, if you want to drink milk, by all means do. But yes. I think having milk forced upon you might have caused quite a few lactose intolerances in the mm. early eighties on children but haven't seen haven't seen the iron lady but war horse i did see now Still i avoided it. i avoided it for a while because i thought oh this is gonna be schmaltzy yeah schmaltzy spielberg. and but then it, it's just testament to, to what a great director spielberg is yeah and you know did he write it as well or did, uh, did he is it based on somebody's book oh, it's based on a um did he i, I think it, well it's based on a, a, a stage show right and I think the stage show may be based on the book I might right, be wrong okay. but I think that's the way it is yeah but yeah again great film and great cast you get little little kind of cameos from like Tom Hiddleston right is, um, isn't Benedict in it Benedict Cumberbatch yeah, yeah. Um, and it's great because the horse is a real character within it and it's yeah. his trials and tribulations and um, also the, 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 the boy who I suppose own, owns him and, yeah. and broke him in and uh, yeah great film ended up coming out of it thinking yeah that was that was a really nice romp. Did what it was meant to do. Yeah, it? and yeah. it wasn't sugar coated. It wasn't kind of like a, a, a Disney because it's a war film. It yeah, is a yeah. war film, and the bits in it which are quite—I won't say—I won't go as far as harrowing. Yeah. But, um, there's enough meat there to to, 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 to make it believable. Right. So Warhurst, yeah, well worth Might a look. See that. And Jay Edgar coming on to Clint Eastwood. Who oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Haven't seen that um, either. Watch this uh, again. Didn't watch it in on. In January, but uh, Leonardo DiCaprio has really grown on me over the years, um, and I think he does he does a good job as Jagger. Again, if 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 you're you're a person who likes your fast paced films, mm. you're not gonna like Jagger, right? Because it, it's very much a, like you say a bit of a character study. But 
I remember it, it killed a killed a journey on a National Express coach for me, and um, I wouldn't say it was the best film of the year. Yeah, but definitely interesting to watch because Jagger himself, the nut bar that he was, yeah, um, is an interesting character, and his 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 rise as he's coming up through through the. Uh, Do you think there was more interest in a film like that though for American audiences because of who he was? Possibly, and that's p- probably why it. it wasn't as well known over here because it didn't really get that much publicity and coverage over here. Yeah. I saw a little bit before it came out, but not a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that might have something to do with it? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Again, because you know, as, as well, Brits, the Iron Lady the other way on, really, yeah, isn't it? I suppose definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, Although that won some Oscars, so that yeah. is true. I mean, I li- I just like a good biopic. You know, I do as well. But I I, I like good biopics, but I do get irritated sometimes when. Um, uh, actors and actresses get um, really do get a lot of sort of praise for essentially doing an impression. Um, put the makeup on and doing an impression. I, I, I think it's it's there's few and far between some good, good actual know, I, performances. I think it's I think it's a skill. Yeah. Um, and you have to do your research because you have actors like Michael Sheen who've almost yeah. carved out a bit of a niche of, <laughs> yeah. of play. So he's obviously very good at doing his yeah. own work and and inhabiting somebody mm. else. I mean that's hard. I mean it's tough for an actor because in the back of your mind you're like this is somebody's this is somebody's life, this yeah, is somebody's yeah. personality I'm yeah. portraying here. Yeah. Regardless of the script they they give you. Um because if somebody does a shit character mm. that's alright because this character's fake. But yeah well it's like being somebody. Well it's like um uh, Jamie Foxx is rare. Um I don't like particularly like Jamie Foxx but I thought he was awesome in Ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they completely nailed it. On the other side of the coin uh, Jacqueline Phoenix hated him in Walk the Line. I just, I just kept. I didn't see Johnny Cash. Mm. I, that's not what I was seeing. I was seeing him pretending to be Johnny Cash. Whereas in Ray, I was seeing Ray Charles. Yeah, I very much enjoyed Ray. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Have you uh, talking of these films? Uh, what is the new biopic that is just being greenlit with an interesting cast member? Oh, um, Lenny Kravitz playing Marvin Gaye. Really? Yes. Interesting. Yes, yes they're making oh, that. What did I see Lenny Kravitz in recently? The Hunger Games. Yes, he is he in the Hunger Games. Uh, and also. Sasha Baron Cohen as Freddie Mercury. That's been rumored for a while. It's yeah. not, I think I think that's pretty much been greenlit, but we'll see. Because I think he's a solid actor, to be honest. Sasha Baron Cohen. And he, I can so see. Him. I could see so see him as Freddie as well. I mean, if you want to see his actual abilities of being able to hit them notes, watch uh, Sweeney Todd. Mm. He plays the well meant to be Italian yeah. barber in that, and there's a particular couple of notes towards the end of his song. Unbelievable! Great. I yeah. really, I really. So like he'll, 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 he'll do it. He'll do it. He'll pull it off. Cool. He can he can mimic people very well as as I think so I think if he does, Freddie he's gonna mm-hmm. he'll nail that. Well, shall we move on to uh, February? Let's very move quickly. On to February. What okay. have you seen in February? You know what? Nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw very little beginning of the year. Um, <clears throat> the Woman in Black. I saw the Woman in Black in February and I really liked it. How was Daniel Radcliffe? Awesome. Yeah, actually, he. I've seen him in a few things. Um, that and Harry Potter. Um, drama specifically he did a made for TV film called uh, My Boy Jack which was made for ITV Granada I know this because I was working at ITV when it came in it had uh, Kim Cattrall in as well basically he play- he plays the um, the son of Rudyard Kipling oh right okay and uh, he was he wanted to fight in the First World War but he wasn't allowed to because he had poor eyesight anyhow Kipling pulled some strings and he, I think he went in the Irish Guard or something like that went off to France to, I think it was France I presume it was France to fight in the trenches and communication was lost and Rudyard Kipling for years basically was trying to hunt down what happened to his son 
and Daniel Radcliffe plays the son and my boy Jack is from a poem he wrote um, Roger Kipling which I think the line is when will I see my boy Jack he wrote a poem about his son um, and he was awesome in that Good. really sort of odd seeing him to begin with though in that because the like about half an hour in it's Daniel Radcliffe bear in mind he was still making Harry Potter films at this time this was like in 2006 2007 and he's got a moustache and he's smoking and he's just like Harry no yes, what are you doing Harry just very smooth well this it'll be inevitable he will always be judged again on Harry Potter and will probably find it a little bit hard to shake off credit with credit he's trying damn hard yeah. and he did I mean one of the first things he did was Equus wasn't it on stage and he's got, he got his cock out he's, yeah he's got to be butt naked on stage <laughs> every night you know you've got to what a way to, to distance yourself from the squeaky clean yes um, little wizard boy <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's good because again I'm sure he will he won't change his Harry Potter experience for anything no but won't. again it's good to see him again doing new things and not playing it safe I think he I think he just enjoys acting yeah I mean uh, that's the thing it's it's uh, that's what gets me when fans of a certain actor when they try to either stretch themselves or just want to do something yeah. new and different and they get lambasted for it and it's yeah. like well they're working you know they, yeah. they, this is their job yeah um, I'm sorry if he can't be a wizard for the rest of his life, but <laughs> you need to move on like he is. Well, he did, and you saying about his fans not letting go, that was very evident with The Woman in Black. Um, for those that don't know, The Woman in Black is by is a, um, a creepy haunted house horror film, excuse me, by um, uh, Hammer, who uh, have always been around since the 50s, but stopped making films in the late 70s, dipped their feet in recently with some online things stuff like that um excuse me again and uh it was a cracking film it's based on a book which had originally been made into a made for tv um film in the 80s i do believe interesting fact there the character daniel radcliffe plays in the tv version the actor who plays that character in the tv version played harry's dad in the harry potter films oh, yeah. so there you nice. go there nice you go. ties in but anyway um and uh when we went to see it, um, it, it was a 12A, I think, and there is some good jump scares in there and some really creepy moments. It really is pushing the 12. And there was some Harry Potter fans in there when we went, and they were shitting themselves, properly shitting themselves, because it wasn't what they expected to see. This Again, this is this is the problem when the, the idiot masses don't do mm. the homework or have any... Mm. further knowledge because I mean I've I've never seen the, the, the stage version but again this is always something through university that a lot of people want to see mm. and they just say is it an experience that you'll never forget it yeah. just shits you the fuck up yeah you know because yeah. again that's there's with a film that's alright because you can kind of if you get really scared you can turn it off yeah but in the theatre you no, might actually can. get up and yeah. leave going oh no it's one of those films yeah, it's, it's one of those it, it's I liked it so much because don't get me wrong it's it's not amazing by any stretch but it felt like a Hammer, hammer film mm. for a start it was period which Hammer always did best anyway their period films for me they always had a better atmosphere to them uh, sort of the gothic architecture things like that and it was just a creepy haunted house film like um, uh, like The Haunting or recently The Orphanage it had that sort of feel to it um, basically one person just just one person really for most of the film I mean Daniel Radcliffe has scenes on his own where he he's like 15 minutes it's just him with no on his own in this house wandering around and if you can carry that and keep an audience's attention while just doing you know not talking and just doing mm-hmm. that less but, is more my yeah, friend less is more I mean it's been, it was the most successful Hammer film of all time um, and they've already greenlit a sequel. The the 
author of the original book, she is going to be helping write the screenplay and the story for the sequel, which is okay. good. It's going to be set in, I do believe, the Second World War in the same house, and the military have took it over as a um, British military hospital, and the main character is a nurse taking care of soldiers who are suffering mental trauma. Oh, yeah, so they'd be perfect the house. Oh, perfect yes. house for them to be. Oh, my. So I'm quite excited about that because I just love creepy, creepy films like yeah. that. So I really enjoyed it. It oh, was yeah. good. I probably won't see it because I'm a big Freddy Puss when it yeah. comes to. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you what's good in it the sporting cast. The uh, doctor in it was really good. I can't remember the actor's name now. You may know him. Did you ever see Rome, the TV series? No. <sighs> Again, I've heard good things. Irish actor who played uh, Julius Caesar in that. Um, oh, is he a big fella? Not really. I think right. he was in. What did I see him in? What else? He, he was in. I think he was in Munich as well. It wasn't. Oh, Ray, what's his face? Was it? I wouldn't even know the name if you told me. <laughs> Either way, the doctor in that is is okay. awesome. I po- apologise for not knowing his name. Um, I am absolutely terrible with people's names. Um, yes. So that was that was pretty much all I saw in in February. Did you see anything interesting in February? I saw. Yeah. Well, basically. Um I don't know where that should go because my actual standout film of the year I saw in February. I, um, shall I touch on that one first or the two shitter ones? We we will. You can talk. Yes, talk about the f- the. You just talk about. Them. Don't mention which was your favorite of the year. We'll okay. reveal later in the, the show. Well, <coughs> another two films yeah. I saw from February were Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance yeah. and Jack and Jill right. with Adam Sander. Now you can probably tell that I'm a sucker for for crap films. Yeah. Um, let's start off with Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance better than the first one right okay first one I thought well it wasn't hard to do really was it no again Nicolas Cage too old Mm. Um, there's a scene at the end where him and Sam Shepard the other Ghost Rider uh, are talking and they've got this scene and they just both look so bored yeah oh my god but the second one (coughs) excuse me it was directed by by two guys Ah. I don't know how you say their names Neville Dean and and Taylor um, and Mark Neville Dean and Brian Taylor yes stylistically it's really interesting there's some mm. really interesting shots there's a great one where um, what's he called Johnny I keep wanting to him Johnny Cage oh the uh, Johnny Blaze yeah something shit um, yeah. he's on his bike yeah. and we see him transforming into into the Ghost Rider yeah and it's great because he got some like really mental, heavy music, and his head's kind of going back and forth, going, blah, 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 you mm. know, that kind of <laughs> where they where they blur it. And it's yeah. just really interesting how they've taken something silly yeah. like Ghost Rider mm. um, and just had had fun with it. Right, and it it, it goes along at pace quite nicely. Um, there's a triumphant return of Christopher Lambert. Is there? In, uh, in oh, one awesome. scene playing a mad monk, um, <laughs> and yeah, I. For what it was, mm. I enjoyed it. You don't go into a Ghost Rider films thinking, mm. change my life. Yeah, yeah. You just watch it for a bit of, of schlock I fun. I always wished, though, when I remember the first one being made, <laughs> that they would cast someone else other than Nick Cage. Because really, the only reason he got cast is because he likes Ghost Rider and he has a Ghost Rider tattoo on his arm. That mm. is pretty much the only reason he was cast. Because he he doesn't really look anything he was like too the old. He was yeah, too he's, old. Yeah, he's too old. He's and, too old. Um, again, th- th- there is something to be said by casting um, people who, who have... A special play, place in the heart for the project because mm. um, I, I can't I can I can't level it all at Nicolas Cage and say yeah. you you know you didn't try because I mean if he if he's got a fucking Ghost Rider tattoo yeah. he's not going to come into something like Ghost Rider and give a half-assed no but if it's a bad screenplay and it's badly directed yeah. then and the first one was poor but the second one mm. um, it was better it was it was watchable it was yeah. it was fun uh, but again from a directing point of view I thought there was some nice 
some 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 nice scenes in there. I do like a, a nice throwaway superhero film. Mm. So I might give it give it a go, man. Yeah, give it a look, mate. I mean, you saw the first one, didn't you? I did. I can't even so, remember anything about it. Well, that's how boring go, it was. It wasn't. It, yeah. That's the thing. It. I've, I've said this many times before. There's only one thing you know worse than a bad film, and that's a boring film. Mm. I mean, I can't even pick anything up in Ghost Rider. That I just went, oh, that was terrible. I hated that. I remember I the remember. bits that are kind of like, oh, painful. Yeah. Yeah. Jack um, and Jill. Now, yeah. Jack and Jill. Again, many years ago, back in university, I used to watch a lot of Adam Sander films. Um, Who didn't? Yeah. And, and they were great. And yeah. Billy um, Madison, Billy Water Madison, Boy. Happy Gilmore, yeah. Little The Nicky. good ones. Before we just started playing the very nice but angry character mm. in mm. every single film. His, his, basically, Jack and Jill, he plays both Jack and Jill. Yeah. And Jack is, again, that kind of the, the angry type. Yeah. He's very... Uh, yeah um, I suppose a bit bipolar like he's really good to his kids but mm. then he's also quite an angry man and then he also plays his his twin sister Jill right um, I mean Adam Sandler his performance is, is pretty much Adam Sandler so yeah, nothing yeah. really new there from him but I really did enjoy Al Pacino in this movie playing himself right. Al Pacino just one of those wonderful um, celebrities as just absolute outright bellends <laughs> um, and he does a great job and he, he falls in love with the twin Jill right. and Jill she's like a kind of 40 year old virgin I think right. it's quite annoying Yeah. Um, but I mean I doubt anyone's gonna watch this on my recommendation but <laughs> why because everyone else said it's terrible <laughs> well yeah pretty much but there's, there's a great you can probably find it on YouTube um, Adam Sandler's character is I think he's an advertising executive right? and one of his ideas is he wants to get Al Pacino in to do like a coffee commercial right. so it'll be like a kind of instead of cappuccino we have the al pacino right you know and the <laughs> that's a crap yet amusing job a song and dance number that comes in right at the end of the film right and um it's it's, it's wonderfully awful right you know it's it's al pacino dancing going al pacino you know and then it cuts away and he's just sat in his office with Adam sandler he's like Burn this movie! Burn this now! <laughs> Never let this be seen! And it's, it's just great. And I mean, Al Pacino, he, he just plays a really. Because I, I think he's a little bit kooky in real life as well. No, yeah, but yeah. He, he plays up on that in this. And right. Very self aware, yeah. Yeah, very self aware. Yeah. And I will never watch it again. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Um, but you were entertained. I was and entertained. And. It was better than Grown Ups. I didn't get through Grown Ups. I got through twenty minutes through that. Well, like, it, this, this is shit. Jack and Jill was directed by the same guy who did uh, Big Daddy, which I quite enjoyed. In a Big sort Daddy of was fun. Sort of What's his name? Dennis Duggan. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, Jack and Jill for Al Pacino. Fine, you know, we'll never see it again. But again, another good throwaway yeah. movie that did I its job. Sat back and went, yeah, that was good. Yeah, you know, that's fine. Yeah. Well, in the month of February, we also had. Uh, Apparently, Phantom Menace was re-released in 3D. <laughs> Did you go and see it? No. Do you care? No. Let's move on. Um, Casablanca was also re-released 70th anniversary. I um, only mentioned this because I didn't see it when it was re-released, and I'm gutted that I didn't because it's one of my favourite films. Is it? I um, was going to say I find Casablanca really boring. Look to your right. Look, <laughs> I know. There's a giant I know. Casablanca poster right next to your head. I, I feel bogey. You just find staring it? Do you me find down. it boring? Yeah, I do. Do you? I do. I, it's, it. It, I admit it's a very slow film, but. Um, I just love the characters and I just love the the um, I love the performances in it by everyone. Bogey's yeah. playing Bogey, yeah. But there's so many so many other g- good roles in it. Cloud Rains, for instance, yeah. is just great in it. I just can't get down with it, and I, f- I do feel like kind of a heathen saying you it are. because I've just been saying how good Jack and Jill was. Yeah, Jack and Jill, Jack and Jill, really good. Casablanca, Casablanca shit. shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, oh, bogey, stop looking at me. Well, uh, yeah, I am a little good. I didn't see it. Hopefully, this version which they re-released, I don't know if it was a sort of digital cleanup or or, or whatnot. Um, but I'm, I, I mean, it was in February. I presume they would have re-released it on Blu-ray if it was a sort of a they'd cleaned it up. Seventeen years it old, those seventeen mm, know, years yeah. old. But that's good that it's still getting released in the cinemas after seventy years. Because so. classic and people are still m- yeah. misquoting the line from it as well. What? Well, Played again, Sam. You know, never, never said, said was it? it. Never said. Yeah. She, I think she says something along the lines of, um, "Won't you play as time goes by?" Play me like the piano, Sam. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam says, not Sam says, Sam Rick um, Bogart's character says. Um, uh, you played it played it for her now play it for me you know and I think someone's picked lines up between those two and, and just said play it against her yeah it's like uh, with great power comes great responsibility mm-hmm. uh, Spider-Man um, ne- Uncle Ben never said that in the comics that's not even the line it's similar to that and it's said in a a, a blurb yeah. but it's actually like it's it's not a character saying it it's just on one of the panels and over the years people have just went uh, yeah Uncle Ben said that and, and it's you know yeah. It's just I suppose to like beat me up, Scotty, as well. I don't think he ever n- said that. Never been said. Yeah, yeah never been said. Um, okay, should we move on to March? Okay, Doc. Okay, well, in March, uh, the only film I really saw in March was um, The Devil Inside. Is the only one I saw. Is this the one with the nun on the front cover? Like the possessed nun? No, that was. Uh, yeah, that is The Devil Inside, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Look, it. Yeah. Looks scary, haven't seen it. It's it. a found footage film. Yeah. Um, and anyone who knows me knows that. Um, I have a um, a sort of a, a fascination with found footage films because, in my opinion, they can be they, d- they don't get enough credit because they're overdone. Too many people do them now, um, and I think there's so many of them that people really focus on the crap ones mm. and really see it as a lazy way to tell a story. And it's not; it's hard to make a good found footage film to make something like that with no real narrative thread going through it really uh, traditionally speaking and make it engrossing on scary and and you know basically all the things you want a horror film to be um, and I, I think there's loads of people out there doing it good doing a really good job at it and have you seen the troll hunter I loved troll hunter bloody brilliant I thought it was fantastic yeah. Uh, troll yeah troll, yeah, troll. Yeah. It was just, yeah, that was a great film last year. It was probably my film of the year last year, that actually. Mm. Um, yeah, Troll Hunter was a phenomenal film. Um, and The Devil Inside, you probably think I'm going to say it was really good, but it, it wasn't. No. Oh. It was just mediocre. There was just. It got a lot of. Um, it got a lot of uh, attention because of the ending. People said, oh, the ending was terrible because it just stops. It just stops. Right. It doesn't have an ending, it just stops. But there's some. The build up's quite good in it. There's some interesting ideas there. But no payoff at all, and by the end of it, you just feel, left feeling a bit empty. Really, mm. it didn't really scare me. I mean, uh, it's is it? Let me think. Is it? Is it American? Yes, it is American made. I'm getting mixed up because of um, Wreck. Right, the two, uh, the first two Wreck films are two of my favourite um, found footage. Not so much the second one, more the first one. The first one, the first time I saw it, I just thought that w- that that was someone nailing the found footage thing. There was a third wreck film we will talk about later because it was released later in the year. They seem. And um, I have a lot to say about that one. Mm, yes. Well, yeah, so that's all I really saw. Um, I, I, looking at my list here, I see that the, the sequel to The Wicker Man was released. The yeah, Wicker that, Tree. The Wicker Tree. I was, I was going to ask you before we went Same on, director. Online. Really? Okay. Meant to be terrible. Haven't seen it. I know a couple of people have seen it. I haven't, seen, 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 it. seen, it. seen, it. seen The Wicker Man, so I... I the Wicker Man is a flawed yet classic film. Mm. 
Um, We're talking about the Nicolas Cage version, yeah? Get out! <laughs> With the bees. Casablanca is shit, and Nicolas Cage is the best <laughs> actor ever. See ya! No, um, it's... By all accounts, from what I've been told, I will reserve judgment, of course, because it is silly for me to judge a film without seeing it. Um, by all accounts, I've heard it's terrible, the Wicker Tree. Like, right. embarrassingly terrible. Oh, dear. Um, so the less said about that, the better. Yeah. Uh, what, did you see anything else yeah, interesting I did, in March? I did pretty good in March. Um, okay, I'm going to start off positive. Yep. Uh, one of my surprises of the year, 21 Jump Street with Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill. Yeah. Um, again, was never the biggest Channing Tatum fan. Right. Because uh, I saw, was it was it Iron Eagle, Golden Eagle? It was their kind of Roman Centurion one. Fucking awful. Mm. It's got some great actors in it. It had Mark Strong in, who I love, yeah. but couldn't save it but 21 Jump Street yes it's a rehash of an 80s TV show but again it's very knowing right because there's this wonderful again for people who don't know the idea of 21 Jump Street was getting young looking officers to go into school and pose as as, as like a teenager I mean I'm I'm still not entirely sure how the American school system works (laughs) because they all look about 25 but they're all you know meant to be about 17 yeah Maybe Americans just physically mature quicker than us. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. Yes. Um, but it was great because you have these two young-looking look- cops. You have Jonah Hill, uh, kind of the bumbling smart one, and you have Channing Tatum, the kind of jock yeah. um, stereotype. Yeah. Um, but they give him this speech by the captain at the beginning mm. of the film. Um, and he says, right, okay, we're... we're we're doing this, uh, we've got this new initiative. Well, it's not new. It's, it's, I'm, I'm paraphrasing this, by yeah. the way. He goes, it's not new. It's just from the 80s, and you know, we're just rehashing it because yeah. you know, that's, that's what we do now. And there's yeah. a little bit of a look to the camera. Yeah, this is yeah, the yeah. kind of a, we know. Yeah. Well, it turns out to be a really enjoyable romp. I bet it was surprisingly, uh, surprisingly uh, good, considering yeah. what most people, when they saw the trailer and the casting, mm. and we just thought oh god this, this might not work yeah. but it does and Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill's characters get swapped around you're supposed mm. to have Jonah Hill being the smart kind of one who would do all the sciences yeah. and then Channing Tatum would go do all the sports Yeah, but they kind of fuck up their backstories right? because they play brothers R- right? Um, and they get their cells the wrong way around Got so you. Channing Tatum the jock um, ends up with all the kind of the geek kids and, Got and, and vice versa and it's the idea of exploding all these myths from like the 80s again yeah. this comes back to schooling stereotypes yeah. yeah it's very much a kind of they get out of the car yeah. and Channing Tatum's like no man you wear your, you wear your strap and you don't double yeah. strap it you wear it on one yeah. shoulder yeah. and you suddenly realise that what was cool in the 80s just doesn't really matter yeah. anymore yeah. Um, so it is kind of real yeah. in that situation yeah. so it's very much very much worth a watch if oh, you haven't seen I might it. have to give that a go because I need something to laugh at at the moment in this. Um, yeah do it you, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised right um, what else do we have again another one that that really surprised me The Hunger Games alright yeah really enjoyed The Hunger Games I haven't seen that yet um, again I avoided it for a bit because mm. I was like it's oh, not really appe- it doesn't really appeal to me to be honest give it a look though yeah. I'd say give it a look because you, you your main lass in it from oh I've, I've only seen her in is it X-Men first class uh, think, she played her? Mystique yeah. didn't she yeah, she's she very good Yeah, she's very good she's um, getting a lot of uh, attention at the moment mm. she's um, from again if, if you liked kind of um, battle royale and that kind of feel mm. um, it's like that mixed in with there's a little bit of a fantasy element to it you know that kind of nihilistic future yeah um, which I've really quite Enjoyed and it had the Aldurus Huxley uh, kind of Brave New World mm. feel. Um, Do you think the? I know a lot of comparisons were levelled at it um, because of uh, Battle Royale. 
Mm. Are, are there any similarities? Oh yeah, of course, because you have young people killing each other. Right. That's, that's 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 one thing. Mm. Um, but I mean, I, I enjoyed Battle mm. Royale. Is there is there enough that to, to uh, let it stand on its own? I mean, it, it, or is the concept too similar? Is there is there other things going on which make the film? Well, no, I I I'd, I'd say there's there's enough for it to to, to stand alone. Yeah. Um, again, but it's going to be impossible to to do something like this and not um, liken it to Battle Royale or The Condemned with Steve yeah. Austin and Vinnie Jones. Um, <laughs> Have you seen that? Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I, I don't know. I think, I think I'm a bit brain damaged in many <laughs> You're ways. You're looking for punishment. Yeah. But Hunger Games, again, really surprised me. I didn't notice the length because a yeah. lot of people were like, oh, God, it's so long. Yeah. Well, I didn't, really didn't notice it. How long is it? It's, it must be about two and a half hours. Oh, two and a half hours. Oh, yeah. my God, no. So Having to sit and give my attention to something for two and a half hours. And what else? And I also finally got around to seeing John Carter, even though people said it's fucking shit, and it is. Yeah, uh, but it looks good though. I think it looks good, and the cast, all in all, I think I, re- I, I really like Dominic West mm. from The Wire. Mm. Um, he plays the bad guy, in it, and he's having a lovely time. Is he? He's having a wicked time, <laughs> and it's got the dude from Wolverine battleship can't remember his name mm-hmm. and yeah. also the main girl in it was also in Wolverine who played Wolverine's wife oh right okay um, and she in this she gets her stomach out a lot she is fit that's pretty much all oh, you took away from it yeah it, it looks nice they've got these interesting four-armed aliens mm. uh, but it's just, it's just a little bit lame it's like John Carter of Earth because of the gravity distance you can jump miles yeah yeah and it's like something to do with bone density and I, I literally had half an eye on it as I was playing a computer game so that's how much what computer of, game were you playing I was playing championship I manager, thought no, you might have been manager. manager so I would kind of dip in and out and then every time the, the, the main last was on the screen I'd just turn and look at a guy I love well him. it was directed by Andrew Stanton who's one of um, uh, Pixar's Really, uh, big boys, yeah. Again, I can see that because yeah. it looked it looked nice. It was Disney, wasn't it? it yeah, was Disney. This film. it looked nice, just, just didn't have much, yeah, substance to it. A, it. One of the biggest flops of the year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. definitely. It, it, no one went to see it. Definitely. Okay, April. Well, only got a couple of things here that really uh, wanted to talk about from April. We we have uh, Cabin in the Woods and uh, the Avengers. Mm-hmm. I will call it the Avengers. It was called Avengers Assemble in the UK. That's a stupid title. We are not stupid enough to think that it is the TV show The mm-hmm. Avengers it's called The Avengers not The Avengers Assemble mm-hmm. yes uh, start with The Avengers did you see it yes did you like it fucking brilliant it's alright wasn't it ah oh, oh, it was just I was worried that it would have the problem that Spider-Man 3 had with too many bad guys too many yeah. characters but everybody got their screen time and character um, development as and well character development <laughs> and yeah, really, really worked. And they finally did the Hulk properly. Mark Ruffalo was fucking brilliant yeah. as the Hulk. Yeah. Uh, and actually, no, less the Hulk and more Bruce Banner. Yeah. You know, having that. Don't get me wrong, I, I think I think Banner did well, I think Norton did well, mm. but I think Ruffalo Ruffalo's managed nailed to that. find. Well, his, he's, he's nailed that sort of um, slightly paranoid, mm. on edge, thinks everyone's out to get him. There's one shot in it that I remember, which at first I was like, is, is that going to play uh, some part later on? But then I realised it was just a little character thing. When he's first on the uh, deck of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s ship, mm-hmm. the main deck, um, he's sort of fidgeting and he turns around and looks, he's looking for his exit. Mm. You can see he's looking for his escape routes in case something happens. Sort of fidgeting away, and he looks over to where there's a couple of security guards stood near a door and looks at them and catches their eyes and then turns and looks away. Like he's, you know, he's used to doing that. He's used mm. to hiding from people and not catching people's eyes and not 
bringing attention to himself. Just those little things which he brought into it were awesome. And the way he plays with uh, Tony Stark as well. Mm. Um, Mark Ruffalo and um, Robert Downey Jr. were just those two characters are, are made because they've got a mutual respect for each other both being scientists they're both geniuses yes, well. essentially yeah um, and uh, yeah it, it was it was it was written very well I thought the film mm-hmm. really really well the action was done really well um, as far as superhero films go I really couldn't fault it to be honest no I, I had a good fun time and I thought but when it before it came out I thought oh well, you know it's, it's, it's sort of scene steal Robert Downey Jr. is going to steal his show he didn't really. No, everybody had had their own place yeah, and, yeah. and, their, and their own moments. At moments, you felt like you were watching like a Thor sequel, yeah. and then sometimes you felt like you were watching a Hulk sequel, and then an, an Iron Man sequel, and then it all comes together at the end. And, and there's even for poor old Hawkeye, who hardly got anything in Thor. Hawkeye has always been one of my favourite superheroes from when I was a kid. I remember playing the Captain America and the Avengers, beating them up on the SNES. Mm. It wasn't the best game in the world, but I always remember having a lot of fun with it. And... Um, yeah, I always liked Hawkeye. His costume was terrible. I, 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 yeah. I, I completely geeked out in Thor with his little cameo in Thor. I mean, I know loads of people who don't know the comic books and didn't know who that was. Mm-hmm. Didn't know, just thought it was a dude. I only remember him from the Top Trumps uh, yeah. Marvel playing cards. Yeah? Uh, never read any of the comics. Never. Are we talking the 80s Top Trumps cards? Uh, yeah, they, well, they, they had them when I was a kid. Yeah, so. yeah. They were yeah. awesome. I had them as well. Mm. Yeah. They were good, but yeah, overall we like the Avengers. Yeah, oh totally, totally. Yeah. Tom Hiddleston as well. Fucking, I think he's brilliant. He's good, isn't he? Got a proper yeah. sheet and grin. Yeah, <laughs> he oh, really he's is. Great, he's yeah. great. Good bad guy, but um, one of his best lines. Uh, won't spoil it too much, but I'll just say the line later in the film when he says, um, um, "How dare you touch me? I'm a god." Yeah, and yeah. Then the Hulk's reaction to that. Oh, oh. I think he's. <laughs> I mean, if if people listen to this, I'm sure they have seen yeah. the Avengers. So mm. spoilers alert. Yeah. But that was one of my favourites. Yeah. When the Hulk just picks up Loki, <laughs> trashes him around. He's halfway through a monologue, isn't yeah. he? <laughs> Puny God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant, isn't it? There's little bits like that. There's this huge fight where the Hulk and Thor have been kicking ass, mm. and there's been a bit of friction between them. Earlier in the film, wasn't Early it? Earlier in yeah. the film, yeah. and then they end up standing next to each other, and Hulk just punches Thor. For no reason. Sends yeah. him flying. Brilliant, isn't yeah. it? Genius. Really funny. So Avengers, yes, good. Well, we're talking of Thor. Uh, we... What... We have the star of Thor in the next film. Chris Hemsworth. Yes, yeah. uh, Cabin in the Woods, which I do believe was actually shot a couple of years ago and had trouble with release. So I think it was actually shot before Thor. Right, you, we, it must have been because you look at his body in, yeah. in Cabin in the Woods and he's still very slight. I mean, yeah. he's, he's not um, like really skinny. He's no. obviously got a because he's, again he's playing a jock character. Yeah, he is, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. Uh, but he's he's nowhere as pumped yeah. as he was in. in well, the I hated the Cabin in the Woods. I had so many people seeing the posters and things just saying stuff like, uh, you know, um, it's a game changer and looks at horror films a totally different way. I just, at first I really couldn't put my finger on what I hated about it so much. Now I sort of, I took a step back and I sort of can see why I really didn't like it. And for me, the main thing is, it was trying too hard. It was like, look at me, I'm, I'm a cult film, come on and watch me everyone. Mm. It was trying to be this sort of, it, it, it was trying to be this really kooky sort of cult horror film. And, as a horror film, it did for me. It just didn't do anything. It wasn't. It wasn't scary. I mean, I presume the intended parts of it to be scary, especially the first half of the film, just didn't do anything for me. Um, I hated all of the characters. I know you're meant to essentially hate them, but you need to ha- you need to hold on to at least a, one or two characters. Mm. And I hated all of them. Um, I thought the setup was terrible. The CG in it was awful. Well, if you're going to do a cult film like that, that harks back to the days of, especially Evil Dead. I mean, that is the main one they will hark yeah, back to there. Yeah. Um, use practical effects. Don't 
it just looked the effects look horrible in it later in the film they look bloody horrible there was certain little things they set up and certain moments in the film which I thought that's a really clever idea but it's been badly executed right. I just didn't like it I, and I just it, I just really thought it was a terrible film especially considering I'd heard so many people say really good things about it now was Josh Whedon somehow involved he in was Kevin in the Woods he, I think he produced it he produced, he produced it. it but yeah, I just I don't get this game changer thing it was like what, what was the game changer it's, thing it's about? hype isn't it and, and people will buy into it I, I mean I can't really comment on this because I I literally went around a friend's house mm. and they were I caught the last 40 minutes yeah. of Cabin in the Woods yeah. so um, I, I, I didn't really have any grounding yeah to go from so I mean it, it, a lot of it's handled in a very light hearted way but it is just ridiculous it's just I thought it was going to be a really clever intelligent sort of premise wrapped around this sort of um, stereotypical traditional 80s horror idea mm-hmm. and it wasn't it was a silly idea wrapped around an 80s horror I just didn't get any enjoyment I just ended up getting really infuriated and even the the, the final thing in the film which pissed me off even more spoilers spoilers spoilers, 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 spoilers. coming up spoilers 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 um, at the end of the film when it's revealed why all of this has been going on they're going about these essentially gods which if the ritual doesn't happen these gods will be unleashed and they'll destroy the earth is it like an ancient evil yeah thing? and you, do you remember the last shot of the film you see the thing bursting out the ground yeah. in this huge hand all the way through the film they're playing up on all of these stereotypical monsters like in, in the, the base at the end there's like there's ghosts and there's like fairies and werewolves and, and vampires and little girls yeah, and zombies and scary little Japanese horror film style girls and there's all of these little these things from popular culture and films and books that we know of then they're going about these ancient gods that are going to destroy the earth first thing that hit me straight away for anyone that knows HP Lovecraft is Cthulhu and mm-hmm. the, uh, the the sort of um, the ancient ones from the Cthulhu mythos uh, sort of these other dimensional beings I very much I can have a Balrog in mind from Lord of the Rings you know that kind of ancient sort of deal but I mean like, Cthulhu is meant, meant to be just this vast being that lives in this, this um, city under the sea waiting for his moment to come back and if you haven't read any H.P. Lovecraft do it because he's undoubtedly the father of modern horror um, but I was because ex- of all these other little nods to all these like you know traditional monsters I was like oh ancient evil oh it's got to be like a Cthulhu beast or something like that and it just wasn't it was giant hard it, it was just a thing <laughs> and I was like oh it just, a wasted opportunity as far as I was concerned there uh, wasted opportunity but um, yeah hated that film okay hated. okay should we move on before I get few let's get, let's I get my to veins May. are popping up my head let's get to May yes let's crack on did you see anything in May uh, I did I saw uh, of our list here I have three that, yeah. that I saw um, I will start off with I'll, I'll, I'll get the poorer out of the way um, Iron Sky ah uh, yes um, now again I thought good idea good kooky fun mm. Nazis on the moon mm. they come back this could be a laugh yeah good idea poorly executed it had moments of, of 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 goodness yeah but i just had too many too many problems with it again one was just from kind of a a makeup point of view the mm. idea is that the a couple of astronauts land on the moon uh one one white guy one black guy they find all these nazis and are like what the fuck didn't they flee at the end of the second world war or something yeah, they yeah. did they fl- they flee to the moon yeah. um as, as you the nazis did um so I think they kill the white guy but they capture the black guy yeah and of course when the, when they take off his helmet and they realise he's black they're like yeah. what the hell is this yeah. this is like a lesser race and he's on the moon what yeah. so they turn him into a Nazi so they turn him they turn him into an Aryan so white 
and blonde hair. Problem was the makeup looks really fucked up because. Right. Um, basically but the thing is he, he was one of those kind of like really rich blacks you know when 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 the light catches them they get that like wicked blue shimmer yes, to them yes. so I think to be fair I don't, don't think they could cover, cover could make him white enough right you know right. so he just kind of looked like a bit of a zombie right um, just a really wee complexion yeah, yeah. It was, because I know it can be done because I saw an episode of Scrubs where they, they, they whited up Donald Faison <laughs> yes, and he I've looked wicked and that yes. just freaked me out yeah yeah um, but the, the, this guy in this they just couldn't it just didn't work so he just didn't look like a mm. like an Aryan I know it was a very very low budget film very low budget that's okay I mean I, I admire it for, for what it tried to do but it just didn't the internet hype was phenomenal around it everyone mm. saying oh this is going to be great and I've seen it and I, I didn't like it I just no. yet again try, trying to be a cult film mm-hmm. let's make a kooky cult film it was trying to do one of those sort of um it's sort of overdone now but the, the sort of video nasty and grindhouse things you had you had in the 70s and 80s Nazi exploitation films it was it was a genre of films um, and I, it was essentially trying to do a modern spin on that and I just don't think it did it very well to be honest no, you know and the script was a bit clunky as well isn't is it Udo Kier is it German what? actor who's in it oh uh, yes is it if Udo I remember, Kier if I remember what he's seen the main bad Nazi he might be I remember him being you'd have seen him in loads of stuff yeah I remember him being good he was yeah. watchable but there was just not again just not enough mm. in the whole he thing he was in so. um, if you remember the first Blade he was the head of the council the vampire uh, council he gets oh, taken out yes. and put on the coast and yes, yes, the sun yes. comes up and he sort of asplodes yeah I remember yeah. I remember um, so yeah the, the Iron Sky don't bother with it right, what, what, what else did you say uh, uh, Men in Black 3 still haven't seen that either one um, seen that too. I've heard it's a lot better than the second one great I mean the thing is I didn't think the second one was that bad I thought if anything it was a little bit too short um, right. but the third one it's all all about Josh Brolin Right. Uh, uh, yeah, I saw the trailer and I was blown away yeah. with how how well he does. And he's another one of these guys who has got into the habit of, of, of playing other people. But yeah. in this case, he's playing he's playing Tommy Lee Jones playing a character. Where well, he's done W, he did. Well, I think it, it, not, not just that. I think in all of the acting roles he he plays, he, really in, in his adult life. I mean, when he was like in the Goonies when he was a kid, he, mm-hmm. not so much. But he's one of those actors like Christian Bale, for instance, who never plays themselves. Yeah. You never see them talking in their own voice or acting like they actually do. They always become a character. Yeah, um, he's one of those those actors who makes him quite he's, mysterious. He's just he's just ve- very good in this. Mm. Um, it's it's a nice twist to time travel. Yeah, you know, yeah. Where, where Jay has to go back uh, in order to stop um, uh, Kay being killed right. by one of the flight of the Concord lads. Really, um, Jermaine. <laughs> Jermaine, and yeah. he's brilliant in yeah. it. Again, he's just having the best fucking time. I'll have to check it out. Um, really, really. I love the first one. Yeah, the first really one's great. Didn't so much like the second one, but it's Barry Sonnenfeld coming back again. Yeah, did the third one and um, very, very. I mean, I was just going to watch it just for the idea of continuation and closure of yeah. the Men in Black yeah. um, franchise but ended up really 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 enjoying it yeah I saw the only film I actually saw this uh, in May was uh, the American Pie Reunion or American Reunion as it was called elsewhere that kind of surprises me I wouldn't have thought that you would have I seen really the liked the first American Pie yeah. because of, of the age I was when it came out mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the second one not so much the third one I haven't seen and the then third didn't one. bother well, half the cast weren't there right um, but I'd say this new one is sort of a very sort of fond and nod to the original. Is two. everybody back? As everybody's, well. everybody's back. back. Everybody's yeah. back. And it felt like the first two. 
It had yeah. the same feel, gross-out comedy. Was Eugene Levy in it as well? Yes, he is. He's, he's genius. Yes, he's brilliant he's in it. He's brilliant. Um, and... But then again, he was in all of the crap sequels, like the fourth one and the fifth one. Oh, and like the wedding is where again. The, well, the wedding was the third one. Was that the third one? Yeah, that was where half the cast weren't there. Because right, I've and seen then, the first two. That's yeah, and then they're like the fourth and fifth one, I think, basically follow Stifler's younger brother, if I remember correctly. Oh, I haven't yeah, seen them, okay. but this is what I gather. But Eugene Levy's in them. Anyway, um, it felt like the original two, and without sort of retreading the same ground because mm-hmm. the entire point is they're all co- they're coming back for a school reunion are they all like in their like 30 well they've all got them? like um, Jason Biggs character and uh, is it Alison Hannigan is it yes so they they've, got, they've got a little little boy right. uh, a couple of the other hang on but I did see did yeah. I see a section where again with, with Jason Biggs character and it always being caught doing something sexual <laughs> don't they catch mommy having a wank in the bath he what's actually happened is he she goes to go in the bath and he says he's going to do some work on his laptop opens his laptop and he's looking at porn and he gets his wank sock out and he's going at it and then he hears a little voice go daddy flips his laptop down his little son stood at the bottom of the bed but obscured in, by the laptop yeah in the sort of panic he's trapped his <laughs> dick in the laptop and uh like you know, oh, and yeah. when he manages to sort himself, looks up and his wank socks on his little son's head, <laughs> just brilliant. And then he gets up to go in the bathroom to like tell her what's happened, and she's having a little bit of a fiddle with the shower head as well. So it, you know, it's all it's all that sort of yeah. you know, very obvious, very. But it, it works really well, and Good. I just like the cast of the American Pie films. Most of them, a couple of them are sappy folks, but the main cast. Most of them. I mean, you don't get you don't get tired of watching Stifler. I mean, I know he's played the same. Sean William Scott is again another. He's he's brilliant. I could watch him even in shit. I think. I've, well, there's, I a, there's a scene in it that absolutely cracked me up. Where there's essentially some kids on the beach who are the age that they were in the original two films, right? And I can't remember what they do to them, but they piss them off somehow, and they follow them to this. They've got these like jet skis, and they follow them to this like another beach off the coast. And they're hiding in the bushes, and the lads are sat on the beach having beers, and they're like, well, what, we're gonna, what, what are we going to do to them? We've got to do something to get them back. And Stiff was like, I'll disorder it. And there's like a, you know, like a sort of a, 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 a sort of cooler chest, like yes. beers in. And they've all got the backs turned to it, and he sneaks on the beach, opens it, pulls his kex down, and takes his shit in their beer cooler. But like, he, he turns to his mates in the bushes, and he, he like mouths to them, like, I'm taking his shit. You know, and they're all like, no, no, come on, hurry up. And just that, it, the way he acts that scene. It just cracked me up. Just fucking brilliant. The glee on his face as he's sitting yeah. down and taking the dump in a beer is just brilliant. But I enjoyed it. I recommend it. If, if you liked the first two films, I would okay, definitely maybe, check Maybe I'll check that out. Give it a go. It's okay. good for a giggle. It's okay. good for a giggle. Be- cool. Better than the third one, definitely. Not as good as the first two, though. So right. it is worth checking out. Sweet. Yes. Uh, you also saw something else in. Oh, in The Dictator. You, you watched this recently, though, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. I watched this a few nights ago, actually. Yeah. Um, fucking brilliant. Some bits are really close to the bone. So yeah. if you are. A little bit, I suppose, prudish or no, less so squeamish, but yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, it's right up my street, humour-wise. Yeah. It's just this idea of. I love the fact where they take somebody who is essentially a monster. Yeah. You know, like when you have a dictator. Yeah. Who is essentially, you know, a really bad man. Yeah. You know, there's this thing where he keeps, you know, having people killed. Yeah. You know, keeps like offing them with that kind of like. Yeah. Um, throat cutting. Uh, gesture wasn't there a similar thing like that in one of the new episodes of Red Dwarf did uh, you see the last episode I've only seen the first three the, there was so a scene in, one of the la- in the last episodes where this sort of um, simulant commanders are saying look right you all keep agreeing with me I wish someone if I said, have a bad idea would just say it's bad and one of the other guys goes well actually I think you know you could do this 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 better he goes 
have him killed. You know, that sort of deal. Yeah. You know, yeah. But no, the dictator is this... Again, it was great, and I've just... I've never cringed so much in my life at some certain certain bits. You see, yeah. I don't want I don't want to give anything away and ruin it for you. I just say just give it give it a look. It's only about an hour and a half long. Yeah. You know, and it, it won't it won't take up all your time. It's just I'm I am a fan of Sasha Banker and I hated Ali G. When Ali G first came out I liked him on the TV sh- on the eleven o'clock show. I think it was. I liked him on that when he was going and uh, the more pranky sort of things mm. and, and interviewing very famous people and uh, you know <laughs> the head of the FBI and all of this sort of stuff. I liked that. The film was fucking terrible. I avoided the film. That I loved Borat. I thought Borat was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the dictator. I haven't seen Bruno yet. I've still got Bruno. I saw. Watch. I saw Bruno. Not as good okay. as Borat, but it still does the same way that Borat basically coaxed people into showing their their real side mm. and in the case of that film showing um, some Americans being anti-Semitic and mm. v- throw raci- the Jew down the way yeah, yeah and, and racist yeah you know very racist and uh, xenophobic mm-hmm. uh, Bruno does the same thing with homosexuality essentially okay well um, the dictator the, there's nothing this is like a kind of a scripted or yeah. at least I assume skeleton script and then yeah. improv yeah on top but yeah give the dictator a look and, and see what you were uh, yeah, I'll give it a go. See, see, see what you think. I saw. The, I, I remember seeing the trailer and having a good giggle, even at yeah. the trailer. So I'll give it a go. And it's not a case of all the best bits in the trailer, actually, because there's the wonderful scene where he starts up his own Olympics. Uh, oh, is that he's got the starting pistol? He's got the starting he's pistol, so he's running and shooting people <laughs> as he's doing it. Uh, Fantastic. But yeah, it's I'll give it a go. Give a look. Right, okay. Um, and uh, we then move on, as is tradition, to uh, June. Did you see Prometheus? I did. Still haven't seen that either, I'm ashamed to say. Call myself a filmmaker, I haven't seen Prometheus. Enjoyed it. Again, another slow-paced one. Um, yeah. And again, I'm, I'm sure you've heard all the things, don't expect an alien film, this yes, and the yes. other. I had a little bit of a problem that the I found a lot of the characters really two-dimensional and just... Right. Just a little bit unreal. I, yeah. The only one I can point out is they, they put together this team to go on this deep space mission. And one of the guys, I think he's a geologist. Right. He's, I think he's a British actor. And I've seen him in other stuff. But he's just a complete bellend in it. I know a you're a complete, about, yeah. utter bellend. And it's like, well, surely one of the remits for putting together a deep space crew would be gets on well with others. Yeah. And this guy obviously doesn't. Yeah. And it's just little things like that. And Charlize Theron, as, you know, as much, much as I rate her, again, her character was very flat mm. and 2D as well. She just, just plays a, just a bitch. Just yeah. a bit of an ice queen. Um, and there just wasn't enough on it character side for me to enjoy but some of the effects were great mm. and I loved seeing the space cowboys mm. um, so, space yeah. jockeys space jockeys sorry space, space cowboys. cowboys space jockeys <laughs> yeah um, um, my other half has seen Prometheus and she really liked it because mm. she only got uh, introduced I only introduced her to the alien films uh, the first three uh, really recently in the last few months um, not Alien Resurrection then I didn't bother with that one why? Why? Because it's, it's shit. Wrong director that film. The director, the guy who directed that is awesome, but wrong film. Yeah, wrong film. Wrong. Um, yes, yeah, so I haven't seen that yet. Uh, the only other thing of any note for me that was really uh, was released or re-released, as I was about to say, in June was Jaws. So they re-released it because it just released it on Blu-ray. By all accounts, I'm going to be buying the Blu-ray release soon. But by all accounts, the Blu-ray transfer they've cleaned it up and it looks awesome. Jaws really is awesome what, you, even on VHS back to my other half her yeah. favourite film really yes cool um, it's great it, it's it's an, it's an amazing film mm. um, 
I don't know what else I can really say about Jaws. If you haven't no. seen Jaws, what are you doing listening to this? Go and watch Jaws now. Yeah. Switch this out. Switch your shit off now and watch Jaws. Yeah. Well, you know two, what? I two. think we're not. Well, you know, I think we'll we'll leave the other half until the next show. I think. Do you reckon? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I suppose we have our one's been going now. Haven't I, I, we? I, we'll yeah. make this a two part of this one. Ooh, nice. Uh, yes, very nice. Uh, so yes, um, thank you for listening. And uh, next time, tune in. And we'll we'll. We'll, 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 we'll. we'll be back with July Yes, we'll be back with July and move on till the end of the year um, So uh, yes, thanks again for listening And uh, thank you for joining me No well. worries, thank and, you for uh, having me I'll see you soon <laughs>